0: Hey everybody, it's afternoon a snack time where we give you a short tasty tidbit to snack on. And today's topic is wounded heroes, love them or leave them. Hey everyone.
1: Hello. Hey.
0: So we're all three buddy watching Tale of the Nine-Tailed and loving it for all different reasons. But there was one particular scene where the hero played by Lee Dong-Wook gets injured. It's not a big spoiler. People get injured in shows all the time. It's an epic scene, but I won't say how it happens. But the aftermath of this scene where the heroine is taking care of him just hit me in all of my feels. And I texted the group and I said, I think I have a thing for wounded heroes. Like that is my jam. And it started a little discussion that we're going to share with you all right now.
2: Yeah, I thought this was really interesting because I didn't even know I was divided on this. I don't think I even knew this was like a thing right and so i think that's what surprised me is that megan and amy both of you and this is what i want to hear about were like yes we love wounded heroes and more to the point not only do we enjoy watching them we like to write about them
1: <laughs> so that was the funniest well so right away you know in our like group chat amy's like i love wounded heroes and i said me too. That that is literally all I want. I want a wounded hero and I want the heroine like treating his wounds. Yeah, so he he's, like vulnerable. This is physically wounded. Oh, yeah, he's got to be wounded. He's hurt, like physically hurt. Like Bleeding the, bloodier, bleeding. the, bloodier, the better. He's got to be bleeding. I mean, but but like not hurt enough that he can't then like have sex,
0: but <laughs> I totally do this in a book. I yeah, do we- this where I have I have the heroine punch the hero in the nose. They are in a boxing ring. Punch the hero in the nose and almost break his nose. And then sex happens later because it's not broken. He's okay. It happens. But yeah, it's a thing.
1: Yes. I mean, so again, I don't think uh, we all... Really want to talk about like necessarily our books on this podcast today. We
2: have I think to, I think, today, no, but, today <laughs> <it happened.
1: laughs> but today, we have to mainly because both Amy and I are like, Oh my, we write this all the time. Like, I so, like, I'd said before, I write sci fi romance under Ella Maven, and specifically, I write alien romance. So, the heroes are alien and the heroines are female. So, I can hurt these guys like a lot because they're aliens, and obviously, they can like withstand you know, they have like better healing powers, and it's great. So, I actually wrote down a list (laughs) of the injuries that i have given these guys and then the heroines have to nurse them back so one he was cattle prodded like with (laughs) with like a laser or i'm sorry like an electric prod okay and then later he gets shot in the leg and he passes out and she literally has to like carry him through these like woods and when the enemies find them she literally like crouches over her his body and she's like Don't you hurt him? You have to go through me. And of course, she's like this little human, but it's like, that's what I do. So I also put one alien in a medieval torture device and starved him for four days. And she had to help his boo-boos after that. And then I had another one who (laughs) did, he had to like do this like underground alien octagon fight in the bowels of a space station. And he got hurt and she did kiss his boo-boos better. In that one, like all over. That was the catalyst to the sexy times. So, anyway, that's just a sample. I mean, I literally hurt my heroes all the time. So, yeah, clearly I'm into it.
0: I was going to say, I do this too, but my heroes are human. So, it's not as exciting the things that I do to them. So, I'll just let you, (laughs) you know, check out books by AJ Pine and you can see what happens because I can't compete with what Megan just said. (laughs) But what really got me in Tale of the Nine-Tailed, and I saw it also in Cloy, in Crash Landing on You, it is when the hero is near death because he puts himself in harm's way for the heroine. And then when she gets to take care of him after that. So to me, it's like a whole sort of cycle. Like the hero has been sort of anti-protecting the heroine at first, and then sometimes quite literally will go to hell and back for her. And then she has to take care of him. That just, I don't know, it just does something for me. And I absolutely loved it. And that was when Tale of the Nine-Tailed really just... I mean, it it hooked me from episode one, but in that episode, I was like, I am all in now. I am all in.
2: This is interesting to me, and I think it's some sort of psychological exercise <laughs> here, because when you were mentioning it, I realized, like, you suggested this as a theme for our, our first snack. And it took me a second because, first of all, I was like, somehow in my mind, I gloss right over any of the boo-boo scenes. Like, I could not do <laughs> it, I was like, What? these happen and i was like oh like kind of i've like yeah i guess like you know she'll get out the first aid kit with the neosporin and put a little like something on the boo-boo and give it a blow but like really that's just like scene filler I, somehow that's just i'm seeing it and i'm not caring about that moment at all and then more to the point when you were like oh i write this a lot and then megan was like yeah pretty much this happens like in all my books I went back and I'm like I've never written this ever like <laughs> if somebody has read one of my books and can remember I stand corrected but I went through like my thought process and I had one time where my hero gets injured as a smoke jumper and that was like my only over-the-top injury and that was not for the heroine that was to save a baby fawn I will say <laughs>
1: and best worst mistake i actually remember you talking about this hero's just gonna save a fawn i'm just going for it
2: jump out it's gonna be fire he's gonna save the fawn he's gonna lose a leg (laughs) (laughs) but that wasn't for the heroine and so i've never had it be You know, I think I'm really into a wounded hero when their heart and their mind is wounded, but when their body's wounded, I mean, I'll try to look out for it and see how I feel in the future, but this has not been a thing that I've like ever really thought about or connected to. And when I think about it, I still really just don't have like a feeling about it.
1: Well, like Amy said, it's also like the nursing. Usually my heroines, when the hero is hurt, she's the one who has to, like, then either defend them or she has to do something to keep them safe. So I was starting to think about it a little bit. And part of it is that, again, what I'm writing is often these heroes and they're not on Earth, so they're in, like, another galaxy. And so sometimes it's a little hard to give my heroines agency because they're literally just kind of, like, kidnapped from Earth and they're just, like, thrown Mm -hmm. into this new world. So I think it's one way for me to give the heroines agency Because the hero can't just be like leading them around the whole time, protecting them. So it's a chance for me to have the heroine make decisions, decide her future as well. So because sometimes she'll have to choose: should I escape or do I stay and take care of this like alien who did protect me? It sounds crazy. No, no.
0: I (laughs) feel like you know, it's a great theme. Like that's that's Chloe right? Like right. She. That's true. She, she was supposed to leave, and she stayed to take care of him. So I love that, making... A sort of life-altering choice for your mate, and that totally does something for me. And then, yes, the nursing, and to me, it's also kind of like a foreshadowing too, because this happened early in the series, and we're all, like, getting to the halfway point of the series right now, That tale of the 9 Tails, And there's there's a point where the heroine Gia, tells Leon, like, I will protect you. Like, at some point, like, you've been protecting me this whole time. At some point, I'm going to protect you. And to me, that also like, just gets me. Like, I'm, I'm already envisioning him being mortally wounded. I don't know if it's going to happen. This is not a spoiler but i'm envisioning him being mortally wounded and her having to make some sacrifice for him and i am down with that and this is the thing
2: is i'm not arguing i'm not taking a position that the wounded hero is a bad thing it was just funny for me to realize it was a thing because when you say it and you spell it out i'm like oh yeah like Okay, this exists, but the fact that like it had never touched me in any way, so I'm also wondering like maybe you're just naturally both more caring than I am and have like this no. heart, <laughs> <hurt. laughs> and i just like very
0: cool. No, but- because what's I was gonna say what's so funny is when we were talking about a later kiss scene that really, really got to Leah. I was like yeah, no, the wounded thing got me more than even the kiss did. Same,
1: same. And well, that's kind of why I love it too, because see, like, like Leah really gets, I do know this, I think about Leah, because I know her writing and I know her like reading habits, but she loves like inner, like angst, inner guilt. And if a hero has that, like Leah's all about it. And so that kiss scene was complicated and it didn't hit me, but I had, I honestly watched it thinking Leah's going to freaking love this i mean I watched I remember it was like six
2: it. times back to back and the other thing i liked in all and night tale too not really a spoiler but like again it was something to think about where these things hit you because when you're talking about the wounded hero and like what that does for the heroine's agency and how that like helps character growth like i hear you and i'm also like dang maybe i should have like put those in some of my books because that could have been helpful This is where, like, I'm outing myself maybe for, like, my, I don't want to get into, like, a Twilight whole thing here, because, (laughs) but the watching, a hero watching his partner sleep, especially an immortal hero, like, I love that, too, like, I could watch that over and over and over and I don't know why, like, so again, like it, that is a moment like where that I feel that that protector kind of like obsessive thing of like, I'm just going to lay there and like stare at you all night. For whatever reason, that's like touching my heart in a way that putting on some bandages, like just is not giving me.
0: <laughs> but I, lo- I loved that. I love, but I love that you're saying that. And I loved when you were talking about the kiss scene. That you're like, his longing, like he's been waiting for this. And and like, I totally get that. And I get why that was a big like tug on your heartstrings kind of moment for you. I really, I just, I think we're all getting hit by this drama in so many different ways. By the way, everybody, it is creepy AF, like mm-hmm. just so you know, but also then so funny and so romantic. Like there are so many different genres wrapped up in this and I am totally digging it. Yeah,
2: it has to be a deep dive. Like, we've been keeping so many show notes for Tale of the Night Tailed that I think it's got to be its own, complete own deep dive. But something I do want to just touch on for the snack is, since obviously a wounded hero is such a seminal (laughs) favorite thing for you in a romance, I would love to hear in a K-drama, like, what is a wounded hero scene that you've really connected with? And I had to go away and actually, like, Try to remember some, <laughs> so I could add to this question.
1: When obviously, tell the nine-tailed is a scene, but my actually first thought was in touch your heart, which again, lead on Wook, my total day. I, and again, I don't think this is really a spoiler. He gets a cut on his neck, okay, and a very small, a very so small cut. It's it's literally a scratch, okay. Although he is bleeding way more than he should but that's okay you know so it, it's a very minor scratch but of course and the heroine is like losing it she cannot believe he got hurt she's so upset and he has to go to the hospital for the scratch yeah she, and he's like I'm fine <laughs> but she's like let me take care of you and so they go back to his office of all places and she takes out this med kit and you can tell like the lights are kind of dim and then she's like dabbing at this cut with a cotton swab and then she leans in and she blows on the cut and and it's, and it's like in slow-mo and I was like yes like <laughs> I was so excited like this is oh like I remembered that scene and, and honestly when I think back to touch your heart that's one of the first scenes I remember and but anyway when we were talking about this like what scenes we were going to talk about Leah's like what are you talking about what scene in touch your heart he doesn't get hurt and I was like Leah yeah he does he gets that cut and she dabs it and Leah's like I don't even remember that
2: happened. <laughs> yeah i went back and i was like oh yeah she like blew on his like little boo-boo scratch and the only thing i remembered was her being like we need to go to the hospital And i'm like mm, i'm pretty sure like that's just like you can see what yeah. kind of a parent i am too my
0: kids are like eh, hey, my arm is dislocated i'm like it is but a flesh wound <laughs> <laughs> tis but a scratch so I, I already gave mine away because I talked about both Tale of Nine-Tailed and Chloe, but putting those together with another part that I love about those scenes and what those scenes elicit is after the heroine makes a big choice or takes care of the hero, she always sits next to the bed and falls asleep with her head on the bed holding his hand. Yes. And I love that. I love that little K-drama. I don't know if it's a cliche, a trope, or whatever, because it's in it's in them all, and I adore that.
2: Yeah, and I am gonna say like that is what I went to for when I was trying to think of like at, like since I've now shared these scenes, obviously leave me cold or I just don't think about them again. So one thing I did like was in her private life, where the heroine has kind of like you know this is the enemies to lovers part of the story when they're still enemies so he doesn't drink coffee and she ends up giving him a spiked drink with coffee in it and he has a severe allergic reaction because he has a caffeine allergy which is why he doesn't drink coffee which she didn't realize and apparently this is a thing like I didn't know it was a thing and I did some reading so I was like really and yeah like you can have a caffeine allergy so anyway he's hospitalized with the caffeine allergy because she gave him the boo-boo with the sneaky coffee but I did like it because it was kind of of like that first turning point in this like enemies to lovers relationship of like her feeling really bad that she's like put this man in the hospital and holding his hand and watching him sleep because apparently watching people sleep is my jam and then she falls asleep with the head on you know the hospital bed and then he wakes up having you know his little hand held by her and then watches her sleeping. So it was actually the best because it was like, I'm gonna watch you sleep, I sleep, then there's like more sleeping in like the reverse order. But yeah, there was a boo-boo in there. So I just had to like, you know, that's my contribution.
0: And you <laughs> so liked fun. and you liked that scene. And I did, I, I a- did. That was a great scene, but yeah, it's a little it's a little bit different because she was there out of like major guilt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she almost killed him.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't even know caffeine allergy was a thing. And that, and that's that and that drama's on my list by the way to watch very very soon.
0: As a K-pop as an idol fan yourself, like I you know. have to watch it. It's so so relatable for your, it was relatable for us as K-drama fans, and I know that you're going to love it even more as a K-pop fan.
1: All right, it's coming up. So the next thing we're going to do is Recommend some romance books where this happens, where we have a wounded hero and the heroine needs to nurse him back to health. All right, so I'll go first. My book that I want to talk about is called Garrick and it's by Teresa Beachman and it's in her Earth Resistance series. And this is a sci fi romance about post apocalyptic Earth. So the whole planet has basically been overtaken by these insects. They're called Chitrix, I think. I mean, I only read it, so I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but First of all, they're scary. Like, they are massive insects with, like, thick carpaces or carapaces. I'm not sure what the right word is. Carapace? So these alien bugs are scary as shit, okay? And Garrick is basically a soldier. But, again, soldiers in this world are not quite as disciplined. They're just trying to survive and kill as many of these insects as we can. And the heroine is a biologist. And basically, she's working on anything that can kill these insects so she's super smart but basically he saves her from her lab being overtaken by the chitrix and you know there's some sexual tension i have to pretend like he probably doesn't smell really bad because i doubt he showered for a million years but that's side the point so at one point they're traveling through this like flower field but these flowers are not native to earth and she's very concerned about These flowers, and of course, one of these bugs jumps out at him. He kills it. He gets he defends her, and he gets a big scratch in his arm. And then, since he has an open gets a cut, so since he has an open wound, all the pollen from these flowers gets in and it's poisonous and she realizes it right away because she's a super smart heroine she's great she realizes it right away she tells him to take his belt off and she's trying to prevent the poison from going throughout his body but already he's like starting to pass out and so basically she has to drag his like half conscious body amid this like again post-apocalyptic town with these deadly insect things all over the place she has to drag his half conscious body to safety and then she has to take out the med kit inject him with the right vials. And then she literally stands guard over his body to make sure the insects don't come into where they're hiding. And I just love it so much. And then later they find a shower and you know what comes after the shower. That is Garrick by
0: Teresa Beachman. I'm going to recommend a contemporary romance book, one that I read early on when I first started writing and loved, and it's called Losing It by Cora Carmack. And it is about Bliss Edwards, who she decides to have a one-night stand because she is still a virgin. And instead, she freaks out and like leaves the naked guy in bed and takes off and thinks, oh, well, I'll never see this guy again because it was just going to be a one-night stand. And then it turns out to be her professor. And what's really funny is, Megan, his name is Garrick. <laughs> I forgot about that So I have read
1: Losing It. I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: That's so funny. his name is Eric. So what really got me, and it's been years since I read this book, but this was the first book that came to mind because what I remembered was at one point, they both get mono and have to take care of each other. And I cannot remember who gets it first, but I think it's probably him. No, it's maybe her. I don't even know. But at one point she has to take care of him when he is burning up with fever and you know delirious. I've had mono. I can speak to it. It's pretty it's pretty crappy but anyway they have to take care of each other while they are feverish and swollen glands and so sick and and together and it's really kind of endearing so nobody is risking their lives for anybody else there's no crawling through hell or a 24-hour tunnel or anything like that but killer insects right but it still works for me so that's my recommendation losing it by Cora Carmack it is a delightful contemporary romance
1: I do have to say that delirious fevers are absolutely one of my favorite wounded <laughs> <things>. <laughs> because they always like say things that they wouldn't have said if they didn't have a fever, and it's amazing. I think I'm sick in the head. <laughs> So, okay,
2: I thought about a hero boo boo that like left an impression because honestly, again, this was hard for me. And so I have found an answer, but it will be definitely not maybe the same as yours. So mine is Shadowheart by Laura Kinsell. I'm a huge Laura Kinsell fan. I think she is a romance goddess. And so this is a historical and what I like about it is it's A pirate ends up taking this young woman hostage. But then what is really fun about it is it's actually got like a BDSM flair to it with a femdom. So the the prey actually becomes like a little more dominating. And there is a scene. I'm going to say the heroine gives the (laughs) boo-boos and then takes care of the hero. Uh, but, I there's,
1: that's a theme, Leah.
2: but there's also some like fighting that happens too right like he gets hurt so there's a scene where he's been hurt and they end up in a grotto together and let me tell you like Game of Thrones realness, like getting it in a grotto is my thing in a big way. So he is hurt. And his name is Allegretto and he is hot. And he's like a big alpha, like pirate, you know, darkness in his soul. And you know, here's Elaine, like the woman, like finding her body and her power and her passion. And I'm just gonna read a little moment because (laughs) this is like what I was I was trying to like think of something. And so it's tell me what you wish, he murmured. A deep thrill of excitement sank down through her. You know what I wish. Do you know it? It was half a question, half a cry. His lips parted. She saw his chest rise and fall. Tell me. To give you hurt again, she exclaimed, God save me. And I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, there is a lot of like scratching and pinching and like violent twisting of his flesh. And it is like, (laughs) Mm. it is like, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's not what you're saying, but it's like, it's how I'm going to come to this.
0: No, no, i was gonna say so leah's leah's, leah's wounded hero is a little bit different definition <laughs> i mean he gets that, wounded <laughs> yeah but i love it you did it leah's way yes,
1: yeah i like it do. i think you i like that you did it your way i don't so know it's you just shadow
2: heart by laura Kinsale, and this one i i mean i recommend all her books and they all and i think you would like them too megan because they have some like super as you say bonkers scenes in
1: them love my bonkers
2: yeah, there's one called The Shadow and the Star where it's like two virgins like de each other. But like basically their bodies just like do it like they don't know what's happening. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, what's going on? Like my body's doing this to your body. And then like, it all over and they're like, what even was that? And I was like, this is amazing.
1: Yeah, that's right up my alley. It is. Anything that just is unexplainable. That's what, Tale of the Nine-Tailed, it's not not quite bonkers, but there's been a couple scenes that are just bonkers enough to make me so happy.
0: It's pretty bonkers for me. It's pretty bonkers for me. And
2: yeah, again, that's going to be its own deep dive. This has been an unexpected delight to enter this
0: world. I don't think I had any expectations. And No, I was trying not to read anything to just go into it and watch. It's
2: blowing my mind. So I just, I want to not, I want to save it because it's so good.
0: It at least got us on this topic of the fact that wounded heroes are a thing for two out of three of your hosts. My next book I'm putting in, you can
2: take this one to the bank. I am going to have a wounded hero and there's going to be Neosporin sliding. There's going to be Blowy, blowy blowing.
1: (laughs) Well, let me just tell you my hero. I literally just finished writing the scene, but basically he's got, God, this is so ridiculous. So my, my alien has had like body mods done without his permission and he has like inner fire that's he has like extreme pain all the time and the only way he can be soothed right now is by the heroine's touch. So she's basically just like touching him all over and then she's and then they just they just they just do it to soothe <laughs> his pain. <laughs> I, I will.
2: I'll do it for the pain. <laughs> it's a cause. It's for a good cause.
1: And it's a big, you know, alien penis and she's all about it. So Mr Tickler
0: on that note, <laughs> on that note <laughs> thanks for listening to our snack. <laughs> and as we always say, Anion! Kamsahamnida. Thank you for listening to Afternoon Delight. Make sure to subscribe for more great K-Romance conversation. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Afternoon Delight Podcast for more information on our podcast, behind-the-scenes photos, and of course, of our favorite opas and anis. Anyang!